are we recording? Yeah, we're recording. So oh, okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to So What I Miss, the show where we show how little we know about a show. We take shows and we watch the finale without any context whatsoever, and this week, we are doing Devious Maids. Devious Maids. I am Oliver, and joining me today is The Cha, as well as a new guest. This is a very special experience. You, the one... The only, you guys know her, you guys know her, you all know her, Reba McIntyre. She's definitely Reba McIntyre. Definitely Reba. I'm Reba McIntyre. Wow, the whole McIntyre, okay? Right here, joining us today. It's very, very, thank you, thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. No, no problem. Okay, so, Devious Maids, what did you two know about Devious Maids before entering into this? Do you know anything? It's a Desperate Housewives spinoff? All right, that's what you thought, you know? Did you know anything about Devious Mates whatsoever? No, I never heard of it. Uh, originally, yeah, I only saw an ad for it. I just remember it was on Lifetime, made by the same dude who made Desperate Housewives, Mark Cherry. Weird name. With a C. Mark with a C, you guys. And I remember Eva Longoria executive producing, but that is all I knew about it. I thought it was going to take place in a hotel, really, with a bunch of maids. But really, it's a maid service. So we want to start from the beginning of this, or where do we want to go from here? Okay, so basically it starts off with Evelyn is going through a divorce, and she wants everything. She wants the house, she wants the sub-house, she wants the, uh, the, wants yacht, the yacht. The yacht. The yacht. And then the, the, her husband, Adri- Adrian? What is it? It is Adrian. It's the Wizard of Eyebrows. This man is willing to give her everything. All of the stuff. It's a very surprising... Divorce situation, if you will. I don't know. It's very amicable. It's a really cute divorce, and it seems like they're like law, like divorce lawyers in the show are kind of like how Ice T is in Law and Order SVU. It's like they kind of make facial expressions like they've never seen a divorce before, and like whoop, well they signed the paper. It feels like everyone makes those type of faces just to any like emotions whatsoever as if they've never experienced someone else doing an emotion or just existing I, everyone had very weird reactions it felt like a a parody of the reactions they have in like desperate housewives or something i don't this felt like a desperate housewives parody i don't know reba i know that you watch desperate housewives how do you feel in comparison how does it stack how does it stack? Does it stack it's uh yeah a lot you know nice clothes and they're all very skinny <laughs> and um they all got their boobs out all got their boobs up and out. And out. They're all a solid B plus. Overall B plus. In size. Yeah, that's also my other show. Overall B plus. It's where I review things and um, overall B plus. It's all. And it's else. just got that soap opera feel. Yeah, but it's yeah. not Very... as bad as a soap opera. But it's silly. It's got the do 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 background music to always just encourage you, like, oh okay, this. Is oh yeah, bad. that yeah, the do do. The do do. It's really. Um, Oh, I guess that was the theme. Yeah, we did get three seconds of a theme song. Yeah. Yeah, Cha actually looked this up beforehand. She thought she was she was going to be prepared this time. And I was like, theme song? What are you talking about? I saw like a a maid like wipe up blood. That's all I saw for the theme. Yeah. Like, doo, 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 doo. Oh, yeah. That, that seemed like, oh, because it's about a murder. Yeah. That's right. Is it? Oh, yeah. How did this all start? What do you guys think this started with? Because I know Desperate Housewives started with Mary Alice killing herself and leaving a letter and Mary Alice's ghost haunts this neighborhood and that's why we go on with it but where what i think it's a similar thing it's like there's a scandal and like the maids know more even though they're lower class they actually know more than the white people oh because they're observing oh, yeah yeah they see it all and they're always cleaning up the blood oh and the mystery of this episode and i don't know if it's the mystery of the show possibly but who killed 
Perry. I thought Perry was a dude. Who is not a man. Not a man. She is a woman. Okay. And at least I think. So it probably started with her. I mean, that's three seasons long? Oh, no. I forgot to even mention. This is a four-season show. Four-season. 49 episodes. Started on June 23rd, 2013. And ended August 8th, 2016. They must have started with the murder because Spencer probably got accused at some point. And they've been having conjugal visits. Oh, yeah, it's just yeah, Spence, by away. the way. I'd never heard that name, oh, just oh, Spence. Spence, not Spencer. Not Spencer. Okay. That would make too much sense. That would be like, um, Morisol? Was that the name, Morisol? Is that a real name? Ma- Marisol? Marisol. Parasol. Marisol. Yeah, it's like Mary Parasol. There we go. Uh, I, I, but that, their relationship is really interesting because he's a white guy, and he's in jail falsely accused of a crime. So he's a white guy, but intersectionally, he's kind of like a the lower tier of white guys. And then she is one of the maids, but she managed to marry this white guy. And not only that, but they have a nanny who's this hot, younger black Ooh, guy. That is not Marisol. That's not? That is not Marisol. That is like older looking Ariana Grande. Oh, yeah. Older looking Ariana Grande. That's what I was thinking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marisol is the one that's with uh, Peter, who played Mike in Desperate Housewives. You know, to keep going back to Desperate Housewives, which is what I'm going to do. It's my own reference. But... Ooh, that relationship was barely any- I don't know Mike is not that great did you like Peter as an actor do you think he should have been there which one is Peter Peter is just the the, he's, the how do you describe him he's very dude like he just oh well I'm here he was by the he made the proposal he's the one that was getting married he said he was being a big old baby and he was sorry well I guess I'm being a big old baby big like, he old just baby? says his lines hmm. always like that I don't know I'm never he just kind of shrugs. He yeah, shrugs. he kind of like looks up and mm. kind of, oh. yeah. Like he's an entourage character. It's like, well, oh. He's, he's a bro. But he's more relatable, yeah. I guess. I don't know. We're supposed to care about him, I think. But I, no connection. It was a big reunion, though, apparently for Eva Longoria and um, him because they were both on Desperate Housewives. As I've already mentioned, and Eva Longoria executive producer of the show she's not in the show she's not in the show she did make a few guest appearances i had to check just in case but no she's not in the episode do you think eva longoria is the reason behind all the heavy harvey weinstein because right after we talk about evelyn and her fucking divorce we go straight to the maids and they're talking about rape and like real shit and they're like at the same brunch table as sex in the city but they're talking about rape by a powerful white man Oh, yeah, and they called up uh, their Name friend. Hugh Metzer. Hugh Metzer, Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> yeah, same thing, you guys. But they called up their friend who was, like, with him at the time, and they're like, hey, uh, you probably shouldn't dress this dude. No, you're just jealous because my career is working out. Whatever, dude, just don't drink what he's, like, giving you. To which she did not. She actually switched out the drinks, and they made Harvey Weinstein pass out, and then they started torturing him, which was a very odd scene to see, but... I don't know. We're dropping too far. What, do you want to go into the um, the therapy session? Yeah, let's go to therapy. Let's go to therapy, with guys. With facelift with the awesome Yeah, tits. Scary Hatcher. Scary um, Hatcher. Who's, I think her name in the show is uh, it's John Vier- It's Genevieve in the show, isn't it? Jean Vier- Jean Vier- Jean- Yeah, Jean Yeah. But she goes to um, her new therapist. Is a, she hasn't been before. And they offer her a glass of champagne. Is this a real thing? Is that legal to do? Sounds enabling. It is enabling because apparently they just leave the bottle. They're like, oh, just leave the bottle with us. This is just like my wax place who gives me Vicodin. Like, oh, yes. What? My waxer gives me Vicodin. 
which really is the only way to get waxed. What are these white women doing, though? They're just getting fucked up before they do anything. I feel like divorce and champagne is like hashtag shit white people like to talk about. Yeah, that is perfect, like, white people material for any TV show, honestly. Yeah, because you got to be real rich and smug to just casually talk about your divorce in your psychoanalyst's office. And she talks about that with another guest in the office. And before we get into who this guest is... Two mental patients. Did you did either of you think that that guest was going to be um, the therapist? Like, yes. Yeah. I did. I really thought that was going to be the therapist that pulling the some shit. But no. It was not actually. It was um how how a lesbian plot twist a lesbian. lesbian. And uh, I, I how do we figure this out exactly? We actually have the clip. If you guys want to take a little listen, a little sneak. sexy banter. Boom. Just reminds me how happy I am that I'm not into men. Oh, you're a lesbian. Do you enjoy it? I do. No male egos. You don't have to watch stupid things on TV. <laughs> Only and you the end show. up with twice the wardrobe. Twice the wardrobe. Oh well. When you put it like that, I get the appeal. <laughs> <laughs> so it was that easy for Scary Hatcher to become a lesbian, like immediately. Twice the wardrobe. Once she heard it, she was like, okay. She wants to exchange bras with the other one because they're both solid B plus. I mean, really, she could just get with someone that does drag 24-7, I guess, the same size. Really, she just wants someone the same size as her that wears the same clothes as her. They were not the same size. They no. weren't the same size either. That's not, unless one wear baggy clothing. She could borrow her hoodie. I mean, they could definitely wear each other on each other's faces, like yeah. a body mask. They could wear each other's sleep clothes. Is that how lesbian them. sex works? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm pretty sure they just stack vaginas on top of each other. I've, the episode... Um, is actually called Grime and Punishment. I don't know if we went over that. Grime? Either. Grime and Punishment. That makes sense, because maids. Yeah, and crime. Grimy. Boom. They right. clean up grime. Yeah, and they punishment in some way. I don't know. I, where do you want to jump to from here, actually? A uh, therapist, actually lesbian, switched her. Um... Well, after that, we get to where we finally know that, okay, Black Lady Cop shows up. Oh, yeah, Black Lady Cop. And, and she informs them that Spence has escaped from prison. Plot twist. With another man too. You know, you need a you need a bro to get out of prison. Honestly, like that's needed. I, do you think you can get out of jail by yourself? Anyone? I've never. When I hear the stories, it is always a pair of people getting out. Yeah, it's usually a pair of people, and then only one of them succeeds. The other one gets caught in the warehouse because he can't run. Good. Well, the one gets too cocky or something. But this, okay, suspense so is loose, and he's with a guy named Killface. Killface. And how do we know his name is Killface? Yeah. How do, do you guys have any analysis of that? Well, he has the word kill written on his forehead. Oh, okay. Yeah, really. Okay, yeah. On his face. Big letters. He has a big forehead and big kill letters on his head. That's right. Do you think that's a tattoo? I think it's supposed to be a yeah, tattoo. It's like it's a not. marker. <laughs> it's just a marker. <laughs> like, it was too uh, obvious to be a prison tattoo. Like, if it was kind of faint, fainted, I could see it's a prison tattoo. You know, you got that because you had to or people would rape you. I understand. Um, I guess they would. I mean, like, <laughs> kill, why would you get that? I guess you killed people. I. It's better than the teardrop. It's more to the point than the teardrop. Yeah. People are like, why are you crying? White like, people have no subtlety. So instead of the teardrop, they get kill tattooed on their face. Right with on permanent the marker. I really want to see what his story is all about. I wish we got an origin story for him. But it's only to our imagination, people, of what kill faces. And why he's pointing a gun at adult Ariana Grande at the time. 
But oh no, it was uh, not adult Ariana Grande. Who found her? It was Carla. Carla, from, Turk's yeah, girlfriend from Scrubs. Turk, Turk Scrubs. Yeah, why isn't she anywhere? Why isn't anyone from Scrubs really working out besides Zach Braff? I don't need to see much of Zach Braff. Is Zach Braff working? He does those movies, those Zach Braffy movies. He's kind of annoying, though, isn't he? Yeah, because he's in those Zach Braffy movies. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'd rather see some Turkey movies. I'd rather see Carla. Yeah, Carla and Turk. The well, nurse. I saw Turk now recently, she's a maid. I don't know where. Oh no. Yeah, he's somewhere. I saw him on like a show that was filled with people that were like sidekicks on other shows and never had a career after that. It was a show full of sidekicks. It got canceled immediately. It was on TV Land, but. A, that's a sad place to be. I don't know. That's like Dancing with the Stars. But she finds um, Spence and Killface in the same room. And she's like, okay, whoa, 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 don't shoot me. I can bring you guys soaps and things. I will not tell anyone. I'm pretty tight. She's like, I'm a maid. This is what I do is ignore stuff. And I'll tuck in your sheets. I'll put a mint on your pillow. And then we jump back to, um, we jump back to Harvey Weinstein, who's passed out because he actually took the roofie. And switcheroo, switcheroo, classic switcheroo. I didn't even catch that at first. Didn't even catch mm-hmm. it. Yeah, the smart maids people—they are not dumb maids. Okay, they're very intelligent maids. So the four maids together start a torture scene of Harvey Weinstein, where they tie him up in electric cables and start threatening him with what spray was that? Was that hairspray or I don't know? But they they changed it into a flamethrower. It's probably whatever the fuck I put in my hair to make it this orange it's the same stuff no it was a cleaner it was a household cleaner which makes sense because they're maids okay yeah use your own weapons they always have it on their belt they always have it it on their belt and that's i guess a lighter too because they smoke the cigarettes as a common fact people we're not running on stereotypes so they're torturing harvey weinstein sorry i mean hugh metzger and um they're trying to get him to confess to killing perry who they know he raped and um, he's kind of not giving it up, and it starts to kind of look like maybe Harvey Weinstein isn't a murderer. He's just a rapist. Sorry, Hugh Metzger. Yeah, cause, and also the cop earlier mentioned that, like, just because he did rape doesn't mean he murdered. Come on, when do those two ever link up? It's true, especially if you're, like, a power convenience type rapist. It's like murder seems counterintuitive. Oh, and they did use, like, my favorite line, the maids together. There's... The taller, silly one. I wish I knew her name. I feel bad for not. But she had the line that was like, whenever Harvey Weinstein was like, what are you guys doing? What's going on? She was like, we're mates and we're not messing around. Okay. I thought that was a cute little corny line. I don't know. Yeah. No, they're not messing around. Not messing around. The maids really run the show. And, you know, all the white people are talking about cute stuff like, ha ha, this champagne, my divorce, let's scissor. And then all the maids are like, we got to protect people from rape and murder. And we got to keep the house clean. Is this show racist? That's something I was asking myself. I mean, they had the musical tone of their voice and everything, but executive producer Eva Longoria... Yeah, that makes it not racist. Does it? I mean, she wasn't directing it. Was the director's, like, saying, like, hey, whoa, 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 cut. Can you use more of an accent? But they they don't do, like, an over-the-top, like, modern family type thing. Like, modern family... It's supposed to be so diverse in this great show. The only main person of color is a latina woman who's doing a great performance i'm not shitting on it but it's like she's a latina woman who's like very very heavy stereotype like that's part of her character these women weren't stereotypes this was just a cutesy show that acknowledged class differences all right i've I've, it's on edge okay if not problematic it's on edge of problematic 
that's what we'll say or maybe i'll say i don't know if you agree i don't know, what I, I, don't know. I just got a weird feel i just i always felt like i had to keep asking myself is this racist is this on it Oh, maybe that's just what white people have to do. Oh, yeah, that's what we... That's the, that's ugh, the, the white, white man's burden. burden. Ugh. It's tough. We it's have so to get tough. really, really woke before everyone, you know, gets upset because we did something terrible, which we do. Yeah, and we have to discover it all. We discovered it. Good. We, have, we to have to Columbus. Check, we have to check our privilege. Our own racism. We have to check, check our privilege. Every bit of our privilege. Um, okay, the marriage situation that's going on. Do we even discuss that... Um, well, after that divorce we were talking about, they have hate sex, like wild hate sex. She's wearing a prom dress, even though she's like a really hot, like 40, 50 year that old. That divorce was crazy. Okay, so this was at the party. This was just going to be a regular party. Then it was going to be an engagement party. And the dude was like, oh, I can't really get engaged if I'm still married. And she's like, check this out. She changed am, her dress. Too. Oh, I changed my dress, too. Before I changed my dress, the judge is invited to the party. We'll get him to sign the divorce papers that I already had made up. She was prepare i have not i mean i didn't know you could even get judges to do nighttime why services. did he want to get married so immediately why did they want to get divorced so immediately why did they go through any of this was this just like how like rich white people flirt is this just it's how they play chess is this like an anniversary thing oh yeah and then they had the wine that they were gonna drink he's like i was gonna save it for our 50th anniversary but now's a good time i, I think it's a comment on like colonialism and like empty sad materialistic rituals that white people do Either way, this was like some sort of... It commemorated some bit of their relationship because they got down afterwards. And then she's like, oh, we haven't been gone that long, have we? And it's already a crime scene. And it's like, how long did we make love? By history, no longer than 11 minutes. Oh, yeah. How is it a crime scene? Oh, because of this, the poorly set up sting operation that I did not... All of this happened at the party. That was insane. But... They found out that... How did they find out Gail was the daughter of uh, Harvey Weinstein? They were torturing Hugh Metzger. They were torturing Hugh Metzger. And he's like, oh, I didn't do it. Like, he wouldn't give it up. Um, and then it became clear that he was covering for someone. Who's he covering for? Oh, his daughter is complicit. But we never did find out that the daughter was until, like... They got on the computer somehow, and they're like, ugh, who's this? Or, like, ugh, they made some face. But they didn't show us. Yeah, they did a lot of not showing us. They, like, people were reading letters, and, like, ugh, people were looking at laptops. Yikes. Yeah, she opened that package, and I was like, well, what's in there, you know? Yeah, she made a big fuss. She's like, why are you throwing away my mail? Because the lady was like, uh, you don't live here, you work here. There's a big difference. Okay, that doesn't make any sense, because legally, if you have a maid who lives at your house, they have, like, squatter's rights, like, even if you fire them, they can keep living there for up to a month. Like, they have rights the same as any landlord-tenant relationship. Yeah, but I have a rich accent, so why would I want to share my mailbox with my maid? Yeah, why, where do they get these rich accents that aren't quite British, but sound like maybe Madonna was hanging out with Robin Williams? Nah, it's a common thing. If you're going to be rich, you got to sound slightly British. It's just like cruel intentions. Got to Shakespeare. I guess they just that's that's the only thing they still watch. That's the only thing they still listen. To. I don't know. They're more dignified. We need to find out what it's like. We need to get into the life. Divorce toasting. That was hilarious. But okay, so we found out that Gail somehow did it, and then we sting operate her by just. Well, first of all, flashback to Perry getting murdered. Oh, cool murder scene. That was great. I love it whenever we use the creative trophy oh. uses. I don't know. There's a great looking ugly trophy. Talented Mr. Ripley, like when he like bludgeons um, Philip Seymour Hoffman, 
With the statue oh. thing? She was able to bludgeon and stab. Oh, yeah. By she's... design of the statue. And Perry gave one last look. She had a giant statue stabbed through her neck. Maybe all the way through. And before she died, she was just like, ugh. How could... A little glare. She like, was smizing. Mm-hmm. Like, America's Next Top Model, that's how she died. If this was a death modeling shoot, she would win. She would definitely win this shoot. She would get the, like, first out of the elimination challenge. Easy. Tyra would be proud of that. Tyra would be going on a date with her, even though it's not that type of show. She would turn into a dating show just to commend such great effort. Double the wardrobe. Double the wardrobe. That's why you turn gay, you guys. If you want to have more clothes, you're gay. Yeah, I'm such a shopping addict. I'm so gay. Yeah, no, that's why you're straight, because you're shopping all the time. If you were gay, you wouldn't have to be shopping be all the time. I'd be stealing clothes. Because you'd be using the clothes. They'd be using their clothes. So. But the point is, like, everyone's kind of like, who's going to believe you? You're nothing but a dumb maid. As, like, the maids are figuring out shit. And um, and the black officer Bust steps through the door. up. Yeah. I believe her. And now you're under arrest. Boom. And since the police are outside, this freaks out Spence and Kill Face. And so they get a little bit antsy and Kill Face is like, whoa, I don't want to be here. I got places. I broke out of prison. I have kill on my forehead. It's very hard for me to get by. I'm going to get caught any second now. He needs to grow out his hair and get some bangs. I'm going to shoot Carla and leave. And then Spence was like, whoa, 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 don't do that. And then they do the whole play with the gun bit. What's with the play with the gun bit? I don't. The, the struggle between... Yeah, then they struggle, yeah. and then they do a shot, and then no one knows who gets shot. They're because... both making uh, Mexican soap opera faces, so you don't know who got shot and who is shocked that they shot someone. You would know if you got shot. Someone would make some, eh, or like some noise of some sort. You wouldn't be like, wait, was I shot? Were you shot? Were, well, that's shot? the problem with melodrama, is it just sort of flattens all those hysterias. I know, it's just a weird trope that we accept. I, I'm happy with it. It's funny. It gets me every time, but... They play with the gun, and Spence <laughs> gets shot. Uh, to which, uh, he, it was no consequence shooting. I love it when that happens, too. He got shot, but of course, a medic was able to come in, look at him, and be like, yeah, yeah, don't worry, none of his vitals were impacted. I I could see where bullets go away with no x-ray vision. That's cool. Yeah, well, that's the real story, is that this paramedic has x-ray vision, and that's what the spinoff is going to be about. Yeah, x-ray vision, paramedic, and kill face on the streets because Killface is loose still at large at large <laughs> maybe he even wrote face on his face too so it could be the full kill face right now it's just kill in the face maybe that's why Donald Trump wears his hair like that because he has kill written across the scalp written across right across the top or some sort of plan we have to find out what the plans are on his forehead people just shave off his head do it for us don't say we told you to but just do it for us or just turn on a really strong fan yeah, or get Jimmy Fallon. Get Jimmy Fallon to ruffle up the hair so we can find out what the plans are. That's why he did that. He works for the CIA and he digs through people's hair. And he's like, ha ha, Jimmy Fallon, ha ha, ha ha. Oh my God, I can't even hold it, guys. Well, so the marriage divorce party ruined since it just became a crime scene, which is a pity, okay? White people have so many rituals around their marriage. It's like there's the pre-bachelor party, the post-rehearsal did dinner, and now there's the crime scene slash divorce paper tearing up oh and then peter as the party dies down he engages to marisol um adios mios oh yeah and uh carl 
Yeah, Carla from Scrubs. She uh, quits her job. What happens with Carla from Scrubs? She doesn't like her British-sounding owner, so she's just She like, has to wear the most humiliating uniform. She's wearing, like, the French-made sex yeah, the classic, uniform. classic, yeah. Well, she told her to get her phone for her. It's just across the couch, too. Get me my phone. And she thought about it, and then she just ran. Took the phone Took the with phone. her. Yeah, that's what you get, white ladies. We take your phone. Maybe there's evidence on it. May- oh yeah, maybe she was that the video. That. No, the video was on a thumb drive. Oh yeah, the video. Yeah. That's what came in the package. What? What? Where did they get this video that from? That was in the package. They said she they opened nine hours. Nine hours of footage was on this USB drive of Perry just talking like to it's who? a huh? Who is she talking to on the video? Exactly, like an interviewer. It seemed like it was like a a reality show behind the yeah. scenes type. It was scenario. like a casting couch scenario yeah it was like that's what i got it's a casting couch situation where like the powerful hollywood mogul like we're gonna we're gonna test screen you i'm just gonna talk to you a little bit you're gonna need to you know loosen up i mean it's probably a big collection of it's a spank bank nine hours straight that's ridiculous i couldn't i couldn't sit in front of someone for nine i could that's why you don't have a career that's why i don't have hillary clinton did it oh wow yeah damn it she did Did she you know when the when they investigated her. She, oh yeah, she said for, yeah she Benghazi for fifteen hours. And then or Benghazi something. too. Yeah. She did all of the. Jesus, that sucks. Wow. Yeah. Poor HC, dude. Trump doesn't have to sit through shit. He doesn't even have to read all this stuff. Ugh. He needs to sit on the shitter and do tweets all day. That sounds so great. But, um, okay, so we get to the. Oh yeah, so Carla, she quits her job and then she comes back to her old. Uh, Boss, who is actually Scary Hatcher, and Jean Vieve. Jean Vieve. Who is, has a little, like, she accepts her back into the position as her uh, maid, and there's a little doorbell going on action, and it turns out at the door is, what was her name? Laura from The Office, the one that was, you know, the lesbian, the one that introduced her to twice the wardrobing. The one she met in the waiting room of her therapist's office. So it's like, these two lunatics are going to go scissor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Scary Hatcher. She says, after five husbands, um, I think I'm going to try a wife. A wife. She mentions wife. This is like their first date. Oh, yeah, that's and, not. I think she's a U-hauler. Yeah, she's a little bit on the next level, I swear. But, okay, and um, what else? Oh, yeah. Ro- that's her name, Rosie. Yeah, she gives um, Spence. Spence gets back to the house for the first time. And then Rosie gives that horrifying news. Like, she's about to say, like, his youngest son is not his. Remember? She yeah, that really, she's really like, long you know time. how I had a son? Yeah, you know, we have, like, Toby, our son. Do you remember him? Yeah, well. Yeah, well. And then she's like, he's going to have a little brother. And then she quickly saves it because Spence <laughs> has been in jail. She's like, those conjugal visits, oh, man. No, no, yeah, we've been conjugate. And he's like, wow, I don't even remember this. It's only that, like two days in a month you can even get pregnant. What are the chances? That's definitely the, the maid. No, it's yeah. totally the conjugal. Don't, no, don't blame the nanny dude. You're a lot more likely to get pregnant by like the 20-year-old hot black guy nanny than like your Bill Paxton looking husband who's in jail. <laughs> Who just got out. I mean, Spence is free. At some, why is he free? Because like he gets shot and then the paramedics is like yeah i didn't hit any vitals and the police detective is like go ahead and take the cuffs off he's been through enough he they escaped jail. jail he escaped jail okay, on a murder that's true. charge he should at least be on parole justice system is not that quick i wish it that would be mm. cool if it was but no he should be somehow in jail i don't know long and Killface is still at large people so really like lock your doors and keep just keep an eye out yeah Killface should not have been let out <laughs> yeah he should not have escaped i don't he should have got shot in some way but 
We're going to go to the wedding because the wedding is going to happen between Peter and Marisol. I don't know. Is there any observations you made about the wedding before the big news about the wedding, the big spoiler? I thought everyone looked great. Their outfits were all cute. Okay. Boobs you even like the dress? Yeah. Solid B plus on everyone. Uh, B plus they on all everybody. had like heavy Bs, small Cs. Except Carla. She, she wasn't. She didn't have any breasts out. Yeah, she did have breasts though. She, she did. Have she's got yes. curves, Nothing but it's happened like to the she's boobs. hiding them. But she's hiding them. Okay, just keeping them in lockdown. But what about the bride? Where was Marisol? Where was Aerosol at? The Aerosol camp. Well, one of the white ladies comes out and she's like, uh, she was supposed to be behind me and I don't know what happened because that's how they talk on these shows. Ooh, and then they all go freaking out mode and we play some doo 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 music, the doo doo music. Because she bailed on him before. Yeah. So. So apparently she left in her room and I'm sorry note. So they're like, Oh, she got cold feet. Okay, she just got cold feet. And then tall, silly one looks behind these clothes and she's like, wait, look, is that blood? And there's broken glass and blood just slightly on the, just one little piece of glass in the window. And like a broken vase. Broken vase and everything. It looks like there was a struggle. Foul play. Killface is at, I mean, he's at large. He has Killface is at large. You think Killface did it? I, I can only connect the two things based on the only episode I've seen. But yes, I could say without a doubt, Killface. Without a doubt. Without a D. Killface. So it's a Killface spinoff is next. Yeah, and I can't wait personally. And that is the entirety of the episode. It ends on a cliffhanger. This was a canceled show. There's a little bit of a different beast than something that finished itself up. Actually, Lifetime themselves, this was on Lifetime, demanded the cliffhanger ending against the writer's wishes. They wanted to do something that was more, you know, indie, but open indie-ish. They wanted to leave it open if they wanted to renew it and then closed if they didn't. But since Lifetime demanded the cliffhanger thing, they're like, okay, so we're going to be back. If Lifetime's like, give us a cliff, then fine. We'll hang ourselves off of it. And then they got canceled. Despite being the top performing show on original scripted show on Lifetime out of the two original scripted shows. Yeah, Lifetime is garbage. So, I mean, (laughs) that show wasn't even that bad. Yeah, it was pretty cute. It was cute. It had some humor, like Desperate. It just felt like a Desperate Housewives parody the whole time for me, but... I really liked that it had that tone of those, like, white women shows, but then it was really about these different levels of class and different knowledges between them. Yeah, and it was at least trying... It was trying for some things, and it had a good Me Too focus one year Yeah, how did they know? Because this was before the Weinstein issue. This dude looks like Weinstein. It's an obvious Weinstein metaphor. obvious Weinstein. Wait, did she work with him? Eva? Eva Longo. Oh, She probably did. She just didn't say anything. This was her say something. Oh, this is how she did it. She's like, you guys didn't even watch Devious Maids? I don't even need to do a Me Toozles. Harvey Weinstein was so disrespectful of Latino women. Like, what he did to Selma Hayek. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she probably heard about that. She's like, I'm going to show him. I'm going to show him what it looks like for us to get revenge. I think what it is, is like maids, the maids in the show were a lot smarter than the rich white people give them credit for. And like these Latina artists coming out are a lot smarter than the establishment gives them credit for. It was, oh God, these dogs are so awful. But I don't, I, I mean, I enjoyed the show most, mostly. It was, um, you, you guys enjoy it though? I did. I didn't think I would at starting of it. I don't know. I thought it'd be a little bit too cheesy, but yeah, it was cute. It was cute. Okay. Um, the show was originally going to be for ABC. It was. Good. It came out like right after Desperate Housewives ended, and they were going to sign up Mark Cherry, 
for another show on ABC, but ABC passed, so they sold it off to Lifetime. Hmm. Yeah, it was a disappointment to him. He was originally wasn't going to do this show because he saw like a five minute sizzle that they put together. Of well, it. ABC has all the Shondaland shows, so it's like, I mean, they're not really hurting for a diversity spinoff of Desperate Housewives. But Desperate Housewives started the same year as Grey's Anatomy, so they started Shonda at the same time as Mark Chair's. I mean, yeah, but Shonda Rhimes is a little bit better. She's a little bit better. Well, I don't know. I like Desperate Housewives a lot more. You didn't get into Desperate Housewives. Really? Why are you dissing on Desperate Housewives? What are you doing? This yeah, wasn't a good, good show. It's an amazing show. Just get it with your Grey's Anatomy. It's got Twin Peaks on it. Yeah, it's got a freaking uh, Twin Both Peaks, the man. Peaks. The man himself. The whole thing. It's got Twin Peaks in it. Yeah, Twin Peaks. <laughs> his eyebrows and his detectiveness. It's got him in there. And he's in a wheelchair. His chin. His was chin. he in a wheelchair? He was in a wheelchair. He got in a wheelchair. Like he he died in Desperate Housewives in a wheelchair inside of a funhouse while a plane hit the neighborhood. That's the only way to go. That's the one way to go if you're going to be the dude from Twin Peaks. What's his name? Orson. I don't know. Orson. Oh. The main dude uh, from uh, Blue Velvet. Oh, I don't know his name, but he's the main dude from Blue Velvet. Yeah, he's the oh, David he, he, Lynch's boy. He played the, the mommy's boy, uh, mallard duck lover, uh, husband of Charlotte, who like had weird sexual issues. Oh, the impotent man that played tennis in the rain? Yes. Yes, okay, cool. Oh, he's everywhere. He's the best. He is. He's everywhere you don't want to be. <laughs> But uh, it, was, it was surprising for me. I don't think I want to see any more of it. I don't know. Do you guys? That's exactly how I feel. Yeah. I don't want to watch. Just enough. Anymore. Right. How about you? If I saw like one of these actresses or one of the showrunners doing something else, I'd check it out. But no, I don't feel like I need to watch this oh, show. Oh, interesting you say that. You would like to see another project from Mark Cherry? Is what you're saying? Possibly the next project featuring the one. The only Reba McIntyre in the show called Red Blooded. I hope Is that a thing? Is that real? That's a real thing. Yes, Reba, Reba, you didn't tell us. Reba, it's a real thing. Do you mind if I, I read the description of the show? No, go right on ahead. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you've heard it before. I don't want to you know. But uh, Red Blooded, it's about Reba, the sheriff of a colorful small town, finds her red state outlook challenged when a young FBI agent of Middle Eastern descent is sent to help her solve a horrific crime. So it's like lethal weapon. Yeah. And use the word red twice. Oh yeah, I, they use it a lot actually. I had to edit out a few reds myself. A young and, yeah. FBI agent? A young red? red FBI agent. With is red. he red too? <laughs> yeah, they're all red. It's a How old am I now? You're, you know, you're, you're pushing the same. There? You look exactly the same as when you were on Reba, actually. I don't know how. But that old doesn't you are. mean anything because she still has the same haircut. Am I a solid B? Yeah, your overall B, B plus, plus. B overall plus. B plus. You are sixty two. <laughs> oh wow! Wow. But you look great. You look great. You look the same as you look great. Reba. You look like Wendy Williams left tit. You look great. Now I heard that your show Red Blooded hasn't been picked up yet, and just like Devious Maids, it was rejected by ABC, even though it was made for ABC. That must be a tough blow. Tough it's blow. it's tough. It's tough. We'll get picked up. Get picked up probably by Lifetime, or um, they're thinking the country music state, country music yes. television. Yes. Yeah. Back where Reba uh, was. Yeah. Back at your old home. Your she should show up ground. on that Nashville show. Is Nashville on our list? Nashville. Ooh, Dallas is on there. I thought that was the same thing, but Nashville is the country singer one with Hayden Panitari, Panitarium. Is it a show. 
Yeah, it's like a show that takes place. It's like the the older resident country lady of Nashville, and then the younger one, and they have diva feuds. I wonder if that Billy Ray Cyrus detective drama is over. That's also on country music television. That sounds ridiculous, so I just want that to be over. We need to get on country music television because I feel like the bar is low. Yeah, I did not check the original programming for that. I need to see what we can get on that list, but... Oh gosh, we got so off track. It's a devious maids. Is there any other thing you want to throw in for the devious maids? Any other points? Would y'all have canceled the show? Oh, that's such a good question. No, performance-wise, I wouldn't have canceled the show because I know they're going for a new thing on Lifetime. They're trying to go for... I forgot the word. It was like a... They're trying to be way more feminist inclusive, and I know the show is made by Mark Cherry, but it's executive produced by Eva Longoria. And it was performing better than Unreal, their other original scripted show. And it's the show that brought people to Unreal because they were like, you know, stick around after Devious Maids to watch Unreal for the first time. And that show's a hit and Devious Maids was a hit. Why cancel it? Especially it's just on a cliffhanger. That's just on a, that's yeah. cruel. That they a cliffhanger they demanded though. Me. Lifetime wanted to leave it open, like we can renew it if we want or cancel it if we want. Or so sell it's it like, to Netflix. Have one more mysterious dead body. Or yeah, just piss off a really small subreddit community because it's a small one, but they all want, they're all getting on change.org with their petitions to bring it back like it's going to do something. It's sad, but what are you going to do? Hmm. Get on change.org, guys. That's what we need to do. Rebecca, did you think the show was funny? Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty funny. It had some funny lines. It had the same type of humor, I'd say, as Desperate Housewives. I don't know. Yeah, the snappy one-liners. Except it's one-liners, there are also class issues, and then big things like rape. Like, the Harvey Weinstein parallels in this are just so crazy. Yeah. And I feel like no one's fucking talking about it. It's the same thing as, like, (laughs) this little maid show on the Lifetime Network. Everyone's like, oh, dumb Lifetime Network. Just, like, people on the show are, like, dumb maids. But it's like, no, the Lifetime Network has been priming us to deal with Harvey Weinstein since before Weinstein Gate. Well, yeah, everybody's getting raped on Lifetime. Oh, yeah, it's the beginning I mean, of it's, Lifetime. It's, the notori- it's oh, notorious yeah. for that. You know, it makes me wonder, I, as we're seeing Me Too-isms and more things as we watch them, maybe it was always everywhere and we just didn't notice? Maybe Lifetime deserves more respect, and the only reason we've been making fun of it is because guys make fun of it. Oh, yeah, and they're Ooh. setting the trends. Boom, these red pillars... They're like, oh, that's a stupid movie because it's a movie about a woman and her issues and she's so hysterical. Because Family Guy thinks it's... Yeah. Uh, and plus, guys, watch Serenity. It's fucking... It's great. We gotta watch Firefly, man. All Joss Whedon's the only feminist. Yeah, he's a real fem... He's the feminist mastermind, Joss Whedon, you guys. Okay, so no one's gonna watch the rest of the show. No. Nope. No, I'm not. I'm gonna watch Desperate Housewives again, actually. That's what I was thinking. I was like, this makes me miss Desperate Housewives, which is... Yeah, I never finished it. Never finished it never either. Finished. I'm on the last season, again. And I just, I haven't gotten to the end of it. Marsha Cross. Marsha Cross. Terry Hatcher. Terry Gabriella Solis. Oh, and then... Oh, the, what's the lady who was in the, um, the, uh, Trans-American movie? I know her character name is Felicity Huffman. Scavo. Felicity Huffman. Lynette Scavo. And her kids. She's married to William H. Macy. That's the blonde Wait, girl, what? right? The blonde? Yeah, Lynette Scavo with her uh, the twins and Tom. Right. Wait, she gets addicted to Adderall. Yeah, oh, God. Really? That was hilarious. That was season yeah. one. Jen, you got to get in on this. Oh, man. White lady drama. 
Wait, all divorced. Adderall and champagne. Married to Willem Dafoe is what you just said. Yeah, I think she is. Yeah, what? they've been married forever. I thought you said William H. Macy. No, William H. Macy, that's what I did say. Oh, yeah, I get them too. Willem Dafoe is kind of like evil face William yeah, H. Macy. It's like the good the good angel and the bad devil on the shoulders. Yeah. The real they guy. get their wrinkles from the same face wrinkle store. <laughs> well, I guess that, can, that, that concludes it. I can't think of anywhere else to jump into here. Um... Oh yeah, Jail Gale. That was just a great line. I don't, I, for some reason, as my as my notes. Do you have any notes you want to throw out or? Jail Gale. Jail Gale. That's the best jail name in the world. Jail Gale. Just check out my new show. Oh, check out Red Blood. Red Blood. Even though it's not out, just uh, start a change.org and say I really want to watch this show specifically on ABC. But if you could put it on any other channel, I'm fine with that. Any channel. Any if channel. Everybody just Google's Reba McIntyre at the same time. She'll go viral like James Gandolfini. She will go viral. Just Google her. Also Google Red Blooded, and you know maybe like us. Maybe. Us being no, just show. subscribe to us. Don't watch any of this shit because we did it so you don't have to. Yeah. And no one recommended this show to you. You don't even know what this says. Thank you, guys. Thanks. Oh, and thank you, Reba McIntyre, oh, for visiting thank you. us. No problem. Oh. You're, you're so very welcome. Oh, you're welcome. I'm sorry. I just made fun so of you. I just made fun of you to your face. I'm so sorry, Reba. Thank you. You look great.